Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Happy Saturday. Hope you're all doing well. I am, I think. Who knows? <laughs> I've been stuck for ideas for games lately. Not that I've been running any games, but, you know, I like to keep stuff on the back burner just to pull out every once in a while. And I just found another resource. Some of you may have known this, know, know about this, but I just occurred to me that you could use it for any genre. I thought it was for a specific genre. You can use it for any genre, actually. It's uh, the tabloids. The tabloids, the stuff you find at the supermarket. Now, a lot of these tabloids are pretty much, they don't, they're not outrageous the way they used to be. It's more celebrity stuff now, like, you know, the way, the way People Magazine and Us and all that kind of stuff happens. But online, that's another story. Because there is still one bastion of tabloidism that can still give you some really good stuff. And anybody who's seen or played games with these things or have seen the Men in Black movies know exactly where I'm going to. Weekly World News. Weeklyworldnews.com. If you don't have them at your supermarket, because tabloids are also getting harder to find at the, at the, the supermarkets, too. Because they're doing more, like I said, more puff pieces about celebrities and what's going on with them and that kind of thing. But the Weekly World News is still gold. I love it. And just to, just to show you, I don't even read the stories. I just grab the headlines. And I just see what I can find in here. I wrote down here, I went on their website and wrote down six, six headlines that we can possibly do something with this. First of first one, book your one-way trip to Mars. Now, that may have some possibilities. If you're doing, like, maybe a sci-fi or action-adventure thing, Savage Worlds, maybe, or Traveler, or White Star, or any of the other, even, even something like Mutant Future, post-apocalyptic, you might be able to do stuff like that. Or if you just want to change the name of the planet, maybe that can happen in a fantasy world, too. Some con man. That sounds like a great con that may turn out to be true. That the guy doesn't, the person doesn't even know about. <laughs> so, that's another one. Okay, next one is Super Honey Cures All Wounds. Well, this is a D&D natural right there. There's some super serum out there. Say there is a Super Honey made by super bees of the giant bee variety. Only one type of bee, and they're only found in one area, say an island or a remote area, and you got to go get some. Also, if it's a little more accessible, there could be fights over it. There could be rivalries. Whoever controls the honey controls the the world no well i'm you know you can if it'll heal all wounds and everything like that you bet somebody's going to try and corner the marker on that so there's that another one crazy ants attack again giant ants you can do it in D, &D. you can do it in 
whatever action adventure, like I said, thing you could do from Gamma World to Savage Worlds to even science, especially science fiction. Stars without number, white star, that kind of thing. Even you can even work it into Star Wars. That'd be funny. <laughs> Here's the com- curious one: Yowie spotted in London. I have no idea what a Yowie is because I didn't read the article. But from the picture I get that they mocked up, I gather it's something like a Bigfoot or a or a, or something like that or a Sasquatch. Yeti Yowie spotted in London. Yeah. Okay. Put it in the modern times. Put it put it in a modern context. Once again, I go back to Savage Worlds, where this creature just turns up. Or even better, Call of Cthulhu, or Chill, or some other horror role-playing game. Just pops up in the middle of the city for no reason. Probably through the sewers or something like that. But like I said, that could work for... These, these are pretty flexible so far. You can work these with any genres. I haven't seen anything on here that restricts it to a certain genre of role-playing game it's, so you know you can use it i'm going to always lean towards fantasy because that's what i'm that's what i run now that's what i do now so i'm always going to lean for, towards fantasy but as i'm reading this just keep an open mind on it uh, the last two i got here's how to curse someone in four steps now that to me is just aching to have something done with it yeah, in I could easily just in D and D, astonishing swordsman. Well, I don't know. This is a little too. It's a little too glib for astonishing swordsman. I may do like swords and wizardry with say the Midderlands. How to curse someone in four steps? I can see somebody trying to pull that one. You know, somebody's learning how to curse, and they go along on the adventure to practice or something like that. Or somebody is under a curse. And they and if somebody can find out how to curse somebody in four steps, they'll know how to undo the curse or something to that effect. You can you can play that any other ways. And the last one is how to tell if your pet is possessed. Wouldn't that be great if you had a familiar or animal companion and all of a sudden got possessed by a demon? What would you do? I mean, if it's an animal companion, I don't think it's as bad as a familiar, which is linked to their Magic person, their magic user, their spellcaster, they're linked to that spellcaster. Would that start, one, would that start affecting the spellcaster in a bad way? Maybe the demon's like reaching his tendrils from the familiar into the wizard, or he has to fight his familiar, who, who is not your ordinary animal or pet. He is something magical, especially if it's, well, if it's an imp, they're already, you know, and if he's like a cat, say if he's a chaotic good or a lawful good spellcaster, and he has to fight a familiar that is possessed by some some evil demon god or something, Orcus or something like that, even worse. But or can't get much worse than Orcus actually. But can you imagine what happened if if somebody's familiar was possessed? That just kind of blows my mind. I can't think of anything right now, but I know I could come up with some things. That could get nasty real fast, and it takes the entire party to put this thing down. Unbelievable. But anyway, Weekly World News. Don't, I, to me, I wouldn't read the articles. I just grab the headlines and just start extrapolating from there. Sometimes I think I was 
<laughs> Sometimes I think I'm a reincarnation of like William Castle or some other B-movie director who comes up with a title first and then makes a movie to fit the title or something like that. But that it, it's possible, I don't know. But that's the way I like to do it. I like to come up, I come up with the most outlandish. I used to have, uh, somewhere I have my copy of, of Grave Robbers from Outer Space, which has spun off into other genre type games where you make a movie, you each make a movie during the game. And at the beginning of the game, they give you nouns and verbs on the cards and you deal with, you deal, you get your cards dealt, it's like seven or eight cards, and you got to take these nouns or verbs and kind of make a movie title out of it. You know, the, the haunted, the haunted, hungry boat, or something like that. The she-demon from the toilet. No, I would put toilet on there, but you know, you know what I'm saying. And you make up a title and during the course of the game if you can work one of those titles into your play you're when you're playing then you get more points but i like to take the cards out and just come up that's how i came up with the castle of the howling dead that that vampire that vampire scenario i ran at the end of the uh, at the end of the cattle drive the cattle drive campaign and i just went Castle, how long? I just, I just like took the cards out and dealt out six cards, and I said, okay, Castle, Howling Dead. Okay, Castle, the Howling Dead. I think I alluded to some howls in the night when they were at the castle, when they were at the 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 Lord's Castle or something like that. But that was it, because a lot of these guys, they they come up with the title and they come up with the story. Sometimes it was only the story was only tangentially connected to the the title. But it worked out. I mean, Val Luton used to do that all the time. The studio would hand him a title, they'd say, make a movie around it, and then he'd do what he wants. And somehow work the movie title in there, somehow. But usually not the way that <laughs> the executives expected. He made something better. Anyway, all right. You can take that idea and run with it. I know I will. And I'm going to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk about this or anything else, you can get hold of me at oldmangrognar at gmail.com drop me an email or drop me a voicemail on Anchor. And we're monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you can help support this program, and I would thank you. Thank you to my supporters, Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Mark, and Juan Carlos. And don't forget Mark C. Wallring's his podcast, The Yawning Owlbear. We've still got some time on the Vigilante City 2 Kickstarter too, if you want to get into a couple of more books in that really great superhero game, Vigilante City, and I believe you can get the first two books as a stretch goal, too. So go ahead and look it over at Kickstarter, plus, uh, the, plus the Demons and, uh, sorry, Dungeons and Delvers Red Book has got a few days to go yet. So check that out. Check those both out over at Kickstarter.com. So until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. <laughs> <laughs>